Hey, thanks for signing up for the Public Beta Podcast. It is Friday, November 13th, 2020. Big week. It's a big week for video games. It's a good week. Your host this week, myself, Lee, and Reed. Hi. Hey. Hey. How's it going, man? It's, uh, it's going all right, I guess. Can't complain. Uh, so, we're, uh, we're going to pull a bit of a WWE here, uh, in that I mentioned on Sultans of Slam, we are going to try to get through... Pokemon, but there are so much other things to talk about. There's only so much time. We had to rewrite the show, baby, an hour before. (laughs) That's right. I threw away the script. There's a shit. And uh, we're going to uh, we're going to furlough our conversation on Pokemon. Uh, So if that's what you were, if that's why you're here, uh, you know, maybe leave. I don't know. It it just so Uh, happened that this week the PS5 and the Xbox Series X came out, so it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, and also the Game and Watch Super Mario Brothers edition. Oh yeah, of course. (laughs) How could I forget? Uh, dude, this week, let me just run down the list of releases of, of things that came out this week that are, are unique to this week. Okay. Okay. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah. Which apparently is pretty good. People who like Assassin's Creed are liking it. Okay. All right. Destiny 2 Beyond Light. Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition. Uh, Dirt 5, which is a carryover from our previous release here. Uh, all the game Gears Tactics is new. Ghost Runner is new. Uh, Planet Coaster, if that's your thing. Sakuna of Rice and Ruin. Yeah. Tetris Effect Connected. Um, Watch Dogs Legion is a carryover from last week. Yakuza Like a Dragon is out this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, of course, all the PS5 releases. Astro's Playroom. Bug Snacks. uh, The Demon Souls Remake, as it is referred to on Wikipedia, which is... That's not good. Have you seen any ghosts flying around in that game? It's not a remake, but it's also not a remaster, I would say. It's some fucking weird hybrid. How soon into the game does Sephiroth appear? (laughs) (laughs) And then they're just like, Arbiters of Fate and shit like that. You're like, what? What? (laughs) Uh, Godfall, uh, also out. The Pathless is out. Just Dance 2021. Sackboy. Spider-Man Miles Morales. And uh, the lit- uh, fucking Call of Duty Call- uh, Black Ops Cold War. Yep. Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. It just goes on and on. Yep. Video games. Video Let's games. talk about them. All right. Uh, I have a note here, and this seems like ancient history now because it's been, what, nine days since we recorded. Uh, but we let's, let's front load this show with some Pokemon in that apparently legendaries are allowed in this season of Ranked. Oh, if you just want me to go on a tangent, yeah, I've since, I want like I want a little something spicy like, off the this, top. Yeah. This literally made me stop fucking playing Pokemon again because it was so fucking bullshit. But like going to every match and everybody's rocking a Terrakion or a Landorus T or a fucking uh, the Electra Electra Ice, the new like Reggie fucking Electric type that's so goddamn fast. Like, like I go into a match and I. Like, I'm using, like, a Gudra, a Crobat, and a fucking Quagsire, okay? Like, I don't yeah, have good... Scrub. Like, I'm using pretty scrubby Pokemon. And I do my best, and I even get through a Landorus and a fucking, uh... And a Tapu Lele. And then this dude busts out a Heatran and just wipes my entire team with, like... Because it can outspeed everything and can just burn everything. And it's just, like, what, what do I do, man? Like... Absolutely fucking brutal. You skip this season. Do I, you think this is a? Do you think this will be a regular thing, or is this like a gimmick? I'm assuming it's gonna, they're going to ban a lot more Pokemon next season. But like, it's absolutely ridiculous. Even some guys using hidden ability Cinderace, which could just like absolutely fucking sweep teams with no boosts whatsoever to speak of. 
it, it's absolutely brutal for a, for someone like me who has access to a lot of legendaries, but the amount of time it will take to make these competitively viable is ridiculous. Uh, the fact that these people are using hacked Pokemon from Machamps.com or PokemonHacks.com or wherever the fuck is, like, completely defeats me, like... Uh, emotionally and like my morale. I, I didn't know <laughs> it defeats you emotionally. Well, like, I didn't know that was a uh, an ongoing problem. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, hacked Pokemon. Well, it's not really a problem. It's not like they're better than mine in any way. Like, I, we, like at the end of the day, they're going to turn out more or less the same. It's just they don't have to do any of the work. Uh, it's disappointing, I guess, that like people are just like importing in all these fucking super uber legendaries just to go into ranked and absolutely sweep. Uh, that's not, that's never what Pokemon has been to me about using, like, the best Pokemon just because they're the best to win. I like using weird Pokemon, different Pokemon, underused, and trying to come up with cool strategies and win using those teams. Uh, it's just, there's no place for me to be competitive in this season of ranked, uh, link battles is the same thing, so I just stopped playing Pokemon again. Fuck it. Well, at least you have fucking endless amounts of other things to play. No kidding. Uh, admittedly. Yeah. Uh, did you read this? Uh, Darth Maul was meant to be the, uh, the like the the prequel villain or something. Like he was me- meant to go villain. on the sequel villain. Like like as in seven, eight, nine. George yeah. Lucas's and seven, eight, nine. Princess Leia was going to be the hero. But this is, what does this have to do with video games? <laughs> Uh, fucking nothing, I guess, <laughs> ultimately. Uh, so the PlayStation 5 is out. I have yet to procure one, but Reed, uh, I'm to understand, you uh, you dra- dragged one home, set it up, uh, moved some furniture around your house so that you could fit it. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, this thing's a big, ugly son of a bitch, let me tell you. Oh my god, I was asking for uh, setup picks from uh, from everyone who, uh, who I helped get a PS5 yesterday, and I, I was just laughing, because I'm just like, it's even... It's, it seems like it's bigger every time I see it. It seems like every time I see a picture of this thing set up, like a guy put it on the floor next to a bookcase, and I'm like, by God, that thing looks like it's three it's feet tall. It's not just big. It's awkward as fuck. Like, you can put it on the side using its really weird cup holder stand thing it has, uh, but even then, I'm not fully comfortable doing that. I have to put it, on, like, standing up beside my TV stand because it's so fucking big. And uh, it totally clashes with my room. I've, I've made a very... Uh, like forward attempt to make my entire lighting room like nothing but like blacks and browns and stuff and this fucking <laughs> white piece of shit console comes in just mucking up the place fucking years of black consoles and then they're just like fucking like, check white. this shit, this fucking lighthouse out <laughs> no kidding right like it it's it boggles my mind it's like they're like well we gotta be more wacky or something uh, so anyone picking up a console this week obviously if you're picking up an xbox and you don't have game pass you're making a mistake uh, is the is all there is to say at that point? The Xbox Series X has nothing to offer in terms of exclusive console games right now. Gears uh, like I'm tactics. saying it straight up. Gears Tactics. Uh, yeah, Gears Tactics is also on Xbox One, buddy. So like, <laughs> you know, Andrew from work is like, I want one or the other. I'm like, you have an Xbox One. You don't need the Series X. There's nothing on this Series X right now. If you are choosing between them. The PlayStation 5 seems out of the gate uh, to just have more to offer. And this isn't like a, a fanboy thing. I'm someone who owns all these fucking things and criticizes them equally. Yeah. Uh, and we're about to criticize uh, the PS5 quite a bit as well, um, which is the first console I'm looking to pick up for all the reasons I'm about to say. But the the Game Pass thing, man, like there, the, if you don't have Game Pass, do not buy an Xbox Series X. 
Uh, Game Pass, though, if you do have it, is like 400 games. They just added EA Play to that thing. So you have multiple generations of EA games you can play, including like uh, Mass Effects on there, Dragon Age, all the sports games. SSX for 360, fucking knock yourself out. Uh, that's all on there, plus all the exclusives from Xbox One. So if you actually skipped last generation and you're picking up a Series X, yes, there's there's a lot for you to play. There's a lot of cool stuff to uh, to, to find uh, there for, for the, the price you're paying and the power you're getting if you have the, the TV to support it. Uh, but other than that, in terms of games day one, uh, if you've got a PS5, you go on PlayStation Plus, you got Bug Snacks for free. You've got that PS4 collection we've talked about. Uh, you got a new Spider-Man game, also available on PS4. You got a Sackboy game, also available on PS4. Demon Souls, PS5 exclusive. Godfall, PS5 exclusive. These are also retail products. They are $10 more than uh, previous SRP. Here in Canada, uh, we're paying $89.99 now. We're almost like Australia. Yeah. Australia was complaining all those years, like, we gotta pay $100 for Call of Duty down here. And we're like, shut up. Uh, <laughs> now that's us, baby. Uh, but read. You broke the bank. You bought both of those games. I did. Please tell us all about the UI experience of the PS5, setting it up, and uh, your early hours with Demon Souls and Godfall. Alrighty. Well, the PS5, actually transitioning to the PS5 was a very easy, seamless transition. I had a much more difficult time actually transitioning from the regular PS4 to the PS4 Pro, just mm. in how uh, the two consoles had to interact with each other with my single account. It was very strange, and I hated did it. Did you just log in, or did you yeah, actually PS- do a system transfer? PS5 was for PS for my Pro? Yeah, like, you can you can do a, a, a data transfer, but uh, you can do Wi-Fi, or you can do it with a Cat5 cable. Uh, I don't but, even think but I... But if you don't need the stuff that's on your PS4, yeah, I don't even don't think need I need, do ended up doing that. But anyway, PS5 was really easy. It was just, like, sign into my account, bam, here's your shit. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, it, like, my full library is there for every single digital game I ever had on PS4 if I want to download it right away. So, obviously, I downloaded COD right away because I wanted to see what it's like on the old PS5. So, PS5 yeah. in general runs at a brisk fucking pace. I was able to download Demon Souls, Godfall, and Call of Duty, including Warzone yesterday, and play all three games comfortably. So, that's, like... Over 200, uh, that's almost like 300 gigabytes I was able to download an entire night and play all three games, which is crazy. Yeah, your ISP is going to be banging down your door. What the fuck you, what the fuck you doing in there? Yeah, um, the UI <laughs> of the actual PS5 is very strange. It's a lot more like PS3 than it is like PS4. Um, there's positives and negative negatives to it, mostly negatives. Um, the fact that you can't create folders to put games into, I don't like. I really liked having everything organized and... Focused into What's interesting about that is that like the PS4 launched the same way. It didn't have folders, and they added that later. Yeah. Why you would launch an additional console and, and then, be like, no, take that back out, people. Yeah, don't like, it. yeah like it, it serves no purpose. Um, <laughs> the friends list is difficult to get to, and if you're anything like me, the first thing you do when you log onto a go- console is check what, who, what friends are on and what they're playing. Um, so I hate that. Uh, especially because they prioritize all the parties you may have been in before your actual friends list. So I think that's completely fucking ass backwards. First thing that you should see when you pop up, even on the main actual uh, home hub, should be your friends list. Um, You can't make custom backgrounds, which is a big disappointment for me. One of my favorite things to do on the PS4 was wait till excellent moments and cutscenes or whatnot, take a screenshot, use that as my background for a while. For like a year, my background on my PS4 has been Bloodborne, the very end scene when you turn into a tentacle baby and the doll picks you up. 
it's hey like, whoa spoilers yeah, spoilers for bloodborne uh <laughs> so yeah like that's so that's all like that um as far as performance go i was able to load demon souls like like start it play it in the game playing within like 20 or 30 seconds i feel like uh, yeah absolutely so anything to do with reading or writing to the hard drive being the the custom solid state and that's that goes for xbox as yeah. well is that load times and and stuff like that are yeah. are the story here? Um, that, that's the performance yeah. enhancement. The yeah. other noticeable things is how fucking quiet this console is. So, like I've said many times in this podcast, when playing COD on my PS4 Pro, it sounds like a jet engine. I couldn't hear a single fucking thing on my PS5. My girlfriend was like, "This is super eerie. I'm not used to this." Like it was fucking wild. Um, you get like the white noise machine that just yeah. makes PS4 those fan noises. Yeah. So, <laughs> like obviously it's not gonna be playing like a PS5 version of Warzone or Modern Warfare or whatever, but it does seem to have like better lighting and better audio quality for some reason. It's hard to put my finger on. Like the audio quality is noticeably better even through my PS4 headset. Um, the performance on COD is way fucking better. I gotta say, as far as the games go. Um, so obviously what I'm playing is Demon Souls and Godfall right now. Um, a little bit about me with the Soul series. I started with Dark Souls 2, then I played Beat 3, then I beat Bloodborne, and then I beat Dark Souls 1 Remastered, and now I'm going to Demon Souls. I'm kind of playing in the reverse order here. Uh, this game definitely feels like it's not made by this main Souls team, and I don't mean that in a negative or a positive sense. It just has a very different feel right away to it. Did you play the original release? No, I did not. Well, that that might have some yeah. to do with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, like like Nick was telling me at work today. Uh, sorry, Nick's a buddy of ours. I was on the Last of Us episode. Check that out. Um, uh, he says it's like the proto-Souls, so a lot of it is like antiquated stuff that they may have updated or whatnot in later dark souls so the rolling is very punishing in demon souls you do not get nearly as much forgiveness as you do in later games even dark souls one dark souls one you get a lot more forgiveness um the first level that they tell you to go through is very punishing lots of tight narrow hallways with like at least four dudes throwing bombs at you and stuff which is uh a lot steeper of um a difficulty spike than you would see in like dark souls one and especially some of the later titles. Like, Bloodborne is, like, there's, like, a few guys on your way to the first lamp, and then, like, you'll never be, like, pounded by a shit ton of guys like you are in Demon Souls. It's very strange. Sounds Uh, like a sexy weekend. Yeah, yeah, the Uh, no bonfire thing is totally against how I normally play Souls games. I'm not very far at all in the game, so it's really hard to give my full impressions on it yet, but... What's cool about Demon Souls too is that if you do get stuck in a level, you can just go to another level and, and try yeah. your luck, right? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about doing, but I really want to get through this level. It, it's really punishing the way I particularly play Souls games, which is I like to just run through the level. I don't care if I die, and I'll just try to pick up items and get to the next bonfire and check out the landscape. Once I've done yeah. all that, then I will actually go through the level, kill enemies, get to the boss, kill it, move on. Uh, this game does not encourage that playthrough at all. It's it's very much like, no, you need to go through this level actually every single time. Otherwise, it's just going to get harder and harder and more frustrating and more frustrating. It's it's more, like I said, uh, like run-based maybe isn't the term for it, but you get to learn where all those enemies are, and you get to learn your, your safe routes through, and then depending on the character you're right. playing, you know, like you the, know what you can do. The yeah. dirty secret about the Soul series maybe aside from Demon Souls, is that you really don't need to fight anything that's not a boss. 
Um, right. It's very easy, very easy to just run and dodge everything and get items and run through the level. It's incredibly easy. Right. As long as you're comfortable fighting bosses, the soul series isn't hard. But Demon Souls might be the actual antithesis to this, so it'll be interesting to say the least. Um, For sure. Are you are you like sword and boarding too? On top oh yeah, of it, I or? will. I will always. I always start a Souls game the same way, which is a quality build, which is uh, mm. pretty much even decks and strength, just to get the most overall usage out of most weapons you come across, etc. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, what uh, what class? So that's just knight class, I guess. Or? Yeah, pretty much. This, not, I, I think uh, royal is considered the overall best balanced class to begin yeah. the game with. Or I mean, if you played demon souls before it's pretty much just like an updated version of that the weapons and the armor and everything sound really good like uh the the audio quality is very very well done well um, compare let, well you know, it's a fucking you got a brand new jet engine sitting next to your tv uh d- is this the best looking souls game ever oh yeah absolutely like it looks fucking incredible um it's 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 different Though, because it has a very different uh, style than something like Bloodborne or Dark Souls 3, I find. I think you should just humor me and download Bloodborne this weekend. Like I said, you can either pop in your disc or you yeah. got the free PSN Plus version. And just see if it like how the frames are and stuff with it. Because if it's like a smooth as butter Bloodborne man, that might be worth a new playthrough anyway. Right. Uh, like Just everything in Demon's Souls seems to have more uh, weight to it, both like in the gameplay and physically. Like Everything seems just a bit clunkier than you'd see in like dark souls 3 or bloodborne yeah. dark souls 3 and bloodborne though to be fair are very fast paced in comparison to demon souls or dark souls 1 so it's the, uh yeah it was all about trades right like so like when when i first played demon souls on the ps3 back when it when came out uh it was it, the thing that captured everyone's imagination the, the reason why the soul series i i think take off in the way it does uh, you know aside from the difficulty is that finally an action game where everything you do is very deliberate and therefore, if you didn't time it right, if you didn't space it right, all these 4D chess elements of this action game, uh, you were punished by it. And in Demon's Souls especially, like you said, with the roll uh, and how just heavier everything feels in that game, uh, th- that I think was, to a lot of people, were looking for that uh, in an action game. Just being like, oh man, this is punishing... In it, you know, and then based out of that, we got all kinds of one v one. Your Tory bashes, your uh, all kinds of games on Steam, which were like action games where everything became very deliberate versus Devil May Cry, spam buttons, yeah, and dodge um, uh, kind I, of stuff. I so. do think that Dark Souls, like one that came out right after Demon Souls, is a far superior game in every possible way, almost. Um, but this is a very good game. Like, it's still, at the end of the day, it's Demon's Souls. It's a great fucking game. Um, it's just, I think some of the mechanics, the the pace of the game, and the layout of the game has not aged as well as something like Dark Souls 1, in my opinion. So, Reed, you're sitting there. You're on the fence. You're like, well, Demon's Souls is... I, I gotta get Demon's Souls. Yeah, no I'm a question. Souls guy. I'm a Souls guy. Yeah, yeah. But you're like, you know, I like that Spider-Man. I really like that Spider-Man game. And this Miles Morales game yeah, looks... Yeah, I, pl- I platinum Spider-Man PS4. Yeah, so Miles Morales is sitting there, and you're like, you know, well, obviously I'm going to play this. And then and then something happened. You pivoted. <laughs> you're like, Miles Morales can wait. I know that's a great experience. I'll get to that when I get to that. But uh, let's take a look at Godfall, uh, which is a PS5 and PC <laughs> exclusive. Uh, it is made by relative... There are guys who made a game called Duelist, I believe it was called. It's published by Gearbox, which is the, of course... You know, you can say the accolades include Borderlands under that umbrella. Uh, it's a it's a loot-based action game. Reed, you take it from here. This is the game you decided to get 
instead of Miles Morales. Yes. So, so yeah. the only thing I knew about Godfall going into buying Godfall was Looter Slasher. That's it. I was like, you know Slu- what? Slusher. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy this thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got $90. Fuck it. Yeah, so uh, definitely not worth $90. I'm going to start out with this, okay? You said it best last night when I was texting you, and you said Godfall looks like the game that you would see in an episode of Law & Order SVU if they're investigating like a video game developer, and he was working on a game yeah. called Space Knight. Like <laughs> previously, that game was like Kingdom of Amalur. I don't know if you've ever seen that game. Yeah. If you look at that game, it looks like a fake MMO. Right. From like a right. It, right. Yeah. It doesn't look like it looks like what people who don't play video games think video games are. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So like this <laughs> fucking game opens. Everybody's wearing this glowy fucking knight armor. Just like a two minute cutscene, and there's just a billion people fighting each other like a Michael Bay movie. Like a Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Vague plot where he's like, my brother's a dick and I'm a good guy. We gotta stop him. And then I'm like, oh, I bet you this game's gonna use Halo speech. And uh, what I refer to as Halo speech is, it seemed like after Halo, every video game needed to call the MacGuffin or the bad guys, like, like cool, badass names. Like, Halo has, like, the Forerunners and the Covenant and the Elite and, like, sure. like all this shit. So this dude's running through the thing and he's like, I need to find Sentry so I can find the monolith. And you're like, oh, fuck <laughs> off, game. <laughs> like, don't... You know, video game words. Yeah, if you're not going to put any effort into your story, don't give me mystery boxes, because I don't give a fuck about them in the first place. And second of all, if you're not going to care about the story, and you're clearly, you don't, otherwise there wouldn't have been a two-minute whatever cutscene at the beginning of this game, I would prefer if you just didn't do story. Like, Division... For Tom Clancy's Division does it pretty all right. They're just like, fuck New York shitty bunch of bad guys here. Play the game, like you just so, like you're just in it and you're doing it. Did you ever play the game Too Human? No. <laughs> okay, well, uh, when I see this game, it reminds me of that game. I'm not saying from like a gameplay perspective or anything like that, but like. Uh, the minimum amount of story just to get to the flashy visuals. They got the dev kit for the PS5, and they're like, we should make a game for this fucking thing and use really high-res textures so everything's very shiny. Right, and, th- that, and we can and charge $90 for the this game, bad boy. The game gets drowned in its own color palette. Everything is just these huge, bright, vibrant colors, and it's just an explosion of senses in your face. And you're constantly just like, where the fuck am I hitting right now? Because there's just explosions and shit. Uh... You're so playing, like, you're and it's worth, it. it's worth noting that on the PS5, you could go download Destiny 2, you could go download Warframe, uh, which Warframe, which is 100% free, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so is this like a class? Do you choose a class? Do right, you... and that's what I was about to say, is yeah. there's other really fucking weird things and one really good thing, okay? There's one really good thing so far. Right. I've not gone very, on I have not gone very far in this game. For all I know, this game turns around big time. Um, you don't make your own character you play as this fuck name like Oren or some shit uh so you're like why would i not make my own character in a looter game like what is it this? sounds I'm, even more like two human i'm now. like what is this fucking avengers or some shit you're like whatever okay like maybe i'll get to customize his armor and stuff so you can pick up different weapons and they're all kind of coolish you got like a normal sword you got dual swords you got a hammer um <laughs> that's what i've encountered so far is that's pretty neat um 
But once you actually, like, get the sentry to find the monolith or whatever the fuck, uh, she just brings you to this room with a bunch of Iron Man suits essentially surrounding the place. She's like, hey, there's 12 classes in this fucking game. Have fun. And I'm like, oh. So So that's the one good thing I really think about this game is, wow, there's 12 classes in this game? That's a fucking... Yeah, but if... if Four of them are, like, the same with with minor differences. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Um, you can't custom... It's like saying Destiny has, right. has nine classes. The <laughs> a big fucking warning sign right away is that uh, when I went to the menu, you can obviously change your weapon, and that's very visually telling that you changed your weapon. Cannot change how your armor looks on all your fucking classes. Huh. It's doing... So if you're... Is, is this a co-op game? It, it it's a looter slasher. It said it has to be co-op. Like, uh, do you play this game online with other people who yeah, look exactly it says, like, like you? you? It's there's like a party social menu in it. So like, the impression I get is that this is like another Anthem, Destiny, whatever the fuck, but just slashing instead. Let's um, not put Anthem in the same breath as Destiny. I don't <laughs> think that's fucking fair to do. But yeah, uh, so like you have 12 classes available, but you can't actually customize the appearance of the class beyond just like from what I understand, like shaders and shit, like a, a, an Avengers approach to it, which I fucking hate. Like if you're going to have a loot based game, God damn it. Give me armor pieces. Let me change the full appearance of my character. I, I this fucking, sounds, this is. This is like in the realm of that like Rise Fall of Rome Xbox One launch game where it's yeah. just like it's a video game. It looks really good. Yes, but it's a video goddamn. game. Yeah, like there's no effort put into this. Like like the most generic fucking sci-fi fantasy bullshit levels you've went through. <laughs> like like I hate when people just do random environment bullshit. So like you're running through this place, there's just fucking red and gold everywhere and torches and shit. And then, like, a bunch of gold on the ground. You're like, why Why is there gold here? Like, can this game tell me anything about what the fuck is going on? Or, like, why this planet is the way it is? Like, do we even give a shit anymore uh, about environments? About video games? Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, what this game feels like is a really expensive, good Korean mobile game that a company in USA was like, sure. let's translate this to a PS5 game. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fe- feature shallow, but but looks good. Yeah, it looks cool. There's, like, stuff to grind on. But from my impression so far is that there's not going to be a lot here to deal with. And so, uh, I, what was the most telling thing right away is when you first get to the room with the 12 suits. And the sentry's like, go pick a suit. You have to, you're forced <laughs> to pick this particular one. You can't go to any of the other 12 and pick them. I'm like, fuck that shit. Like, already pissing me off. You're not giving me any options here. All right. How's the uh, combat? Is it feel good? <laughs> it's press R1 for uh, light attack, R2 for heavy attack. There's a dodge. How's the controller? <laughs> um, the controller actually is very nice. There's a built-in mic to the controller, which is a very nice surprise. Um, yeah, just don't, like, you know remember forget that the thing's on and listening to you all the time or whatever <laughs> yeah, have, I hope a, have so. a domestic dispute, dispute or something yeah no um it's nice if you just want to plug in like a pair of iphone headphones and then talk through the controller and lay down or something like that that's really cool <laughs> Get uh, vertical about it no but like that's that's actually like a pretty big deal i think um you should go play uh you should go play that astrobots playroom uh, it, it's like a tour de force of what the, the controller is capable of, and then it also is like a museum of PlayStation. 
And everyone who's played it has said it's fucking well worth it. So just if you're feeling if you're feeling in between some games, you played some Godfall and you're feeling sad about it, you should boot that thing up. <laughs> I'm not feeling sad about it. Uh, the actual controller itself is it's it's weird that they changed it so drastically from the PS4 because ever since the PS1, it's always been roughly the same controller, right? Sure. Um, it, it's definitely a lot more weighty, which I like. The handles... I don't know if you've held a PS3 controller recently, but they feel like nothing compared to the PS4 controller. Yeah, and I'm assuming true. this, if you go back to a PS4 controller now, it's going to feel pretty alien too. Yeah, uh, the handles on the sides are pretty long. Um, it's weird to think about that, but it feels more like holding a 360 controller than the PS4 controller. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, they did it. They infiltrated and I'm mostly just excited because I've been using the same PS4 controller for such a long time that it was dying really quickly right away. So happy to have a controller that's not going to die right away. Jesus Christ, your your fan was going to explode. Your controller's but, falling apart. No, but the controller was very overused. I that's <laughs> when I got sake. it's when Persona Five came out and it came out with the limited edition like uh, controller decal. Sure. So I put it on my controller and I'm like, I gotta use this forever now. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, you know, can keep us abreast of your uh, continued PlayStation 5 adventures this weekend, I guess, uh, next week on the show. Uh, I played that new Destiny expansion because I bought it and then forgot. How and then I turned on my PlayStation 4 and it's like, yo, man, Beyond Light's good to go. I'm like, holy fuck. They, they launched that Destiny expansion on, on November 10th. Uh, they took away a bunch of the game. Uh, they've they've locked, they vaulted some of the planets, as it were. So, like, uh, fucking Mars, Mercury... Uh, what else was in that game? I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting one. Uh, it's gone. Uh, so you have Earth. You have two different zones on Earth now. You have the EDZ, and then you have the Cosmodrome, which is a basically remastered area from the first Destiny. Uh, you have Nessus, still exists, and then you have Europa, which is the ice moon of Jupiter, which is where most of this story takes place. And you have the regular ass moon as well. Our boring ass gray moon. Uh, so basically you have Varix is involved in the story off the top of this thing. You're going to Europa. Uh, more to do with those black pyramids. And the gimmick here is that we're, we're going beyond light. We are uh, taking power from the darkness and using it for our own uh, nefarious schemes. And uh, that that's in the form of stasis, which is like ice powers. Uh, so I can't really speak to what the Titan and the Warlock get. Uh, but in terms of the Hunter, I have like fucking sickle shurikens that I can whip out. And then, like, ice wall grenades and two giant sickles I throw with my super. I don't know. Pretty fucking cool. The sound effects are crisp as hell. Uh, they changed the way the season pass works. You can gain EXP and unlock certain things to a certain point. And then if you decide to buy the pass, you get everything you've earned up to that point. Which is a little different, I believe. Uh, the gameplay, it's fucking Destiny. It's one of the best console FPSs, if not the best console FPS that exists. Next to Call of Duty. But, of course, they have different things going on. Um... The, there's there's some new weapons in there, new perks, new way... Uh, all your gear gets leveled up to 1050, uh, so you're kind of able to uh, immediately engage with the content. The content's neat. The game runs good. It looks great. If you have a PS5 or Xbox uh, Series X, you can just download this game, and it's, I, I believe the upgrades are, are good to go, and you're good to play it. Uh, so, yeah, so far, so good for Destiny 2. Destiny 2 is just fucking solid as hell, man. There's nothing... There's nothing more to say on Destiny 2, I don't think. It's always, it's a it's a sure girl you can always go back to. Oh, it's just too much work. Definitely. Uh, Hades, racking up some wins in a row there. I'm to understand that the real ending and the credits play after you clear the game nine times. I finally convinced Nick to download that thing, and he agrees 10 out of 10, one of the best games of this year. 
Uh, so, hell yeah. Uh, also, Watch Dogs Legion. We talked at length uh, about Rockstar Games and their open worlds in that, hey, you know what sucks about Rockstar Games is that the missions don't reflect the freedom you have in the wandering around. Yeah. Uh, I kind of took it slow with Watch Dogs and just kind of like immersed myself in the world, came across things and just went to unlock them, playing as my wrestler character and realized that his takedowns are wrestling moves. So I'm like dropping elbows and stunners and shit on guys when I sneak up on them. I'm like, this is fucking hilarious. Uh, and realized that a lot of the structure of the missions in Watch Dogs are more, are more open, or more, like, whatever you want to do. Also, there's not a big penalty to shooting people in the face in the street. If I see, like, a, a fucking security guard, like, roughing someone up in the street, like, pull out a gun, shoot him in the face, hide around the corner in the alley, and even though this world is populated by drones and robots, they can't fucking find your ass. I don't... You're a hacker. Maybe there's... You are a hacker, and when you see yourself on cameras, you are, like, kind of garbled out. You got that, like, that pixelated thing where you're just like, or... He was living in the house for three weeks. I didn't think anything... You got that kind of thing going on? <laughs> uh, so Watch Dogs Legion, they've patched it quite a bit. The performance is getting better on that game. That game is okay. Uh, I think it's crazy that those games, like Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed, launch so fucking close together. Is pretty yeah, wild crazy. to me. Uh, but, you know, there's there's a, uh, a lock for every key. Because the only or, people or who are buying Assassin's Creed Valhalla or Watch Dog Legions are fucking Ubisoft fans or suckers like you. <laughs> hey, hey, fuck you! Uh, like Assassin's Creed Valhalla looks great. Like I don't know if you've you've seen anything of it. Like nah, you probably no, have no. a hell just, of a time with it. I just have no love whatsoever for Assassin's Creed. I always thought the characters and story were fucking super generic bullshit, and I can't get into them. It's it's kind of like an episode of Wishbone that lasts 160 hours, <laughs> which is like you self-insert this character, and then it's like a, a who's who of famous people of the time. Like, that, that tour kind of got boring for me after Assassin's Creed 2, where it's just like, oh, it's it's Leonardo, the inventor. Wow. Isn't and he then, wacky? Like, <laughs> after that, I'm just like, this can't be what this series becomes. This this cannot be it. Um, but he, but here we fucking are, fucking 16 games in or whatever, and they're still still going. Uh, the, game, the game looks great. People are liking Valhalla. I haven't really looked into uh, reviews of Call of Duty Cold War yet. Reed, do you have any interest in playing that game? Uh, Call of Duty Cold War? Like... Yeah. Not really. Like, I'm more interested in it in regards to its implications for Warzone, I guess. Um, it's sitting at a, above an 80, an 86 on yeah, PlayStation 5. Yeah, as I've 5, said so. on this podcast before, I don't like Treyarch's Call of Duty. I'm a much bigger fan of Infinity Wards. Um, so, yeah, like, I'll probably get it if all my friends get it. I won't if they don't. Uh, that'll be the end of that, I think. Right on. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's uh, let's wind it down here. Uh, unless you have anything else you've been playing, I have some news uh, we can get into to, to sign off. No, just looking around the PS5. <laughs> just clicking around. Clicking around it. Uh, I've heard, like, the... Uh, like, because obviously it writes faster, so that, that solves some of the problems. But people are still having... Uh, if you have large, like, online downloading queues... Like, some people are, have, are reporting that they need to do, like, a hard reset to get it to even move again. Uh, and that... If the console does crash, it still has that weird recovery thing that if you have a lot of stuff on your hard drive, takes a very long time to do. It's a bummer that kind of some of the most heinous PS4 things are, are still here in the PS5. And some of the things they've already solved, like we mentioned with the folders and some of the menu stuff, uh, they just kind of just recycled it back in here. Yeah, so like, oh, are you in, guys nostalgic in for regards this to that, UI? In regards to that, um, 
I did have like some really minor issues. So for example, it was downloading Demon Souls and it said like 30 out of 50 gigabytes, but the actual progress bar has didn't go up. It, it downloaded fine and everything. It's just weird that like the bar would have stopped so suddenly. Uh, hey, listen, this is this is the millions of people doing a beta test all at the same time. Weird shit's going to happen. Yeah, uh, I put I put the disc in the wrong way first time for sure, so I thought my disk drive was broken. <laughs> um, but but they put the disk drive part at the bottom, which I like I was like, "Wow, that's fucking weird." Okay. Um Yeah, the the reading part of the disk faces the the narrow part of the console. So if you're looking at it and it's vertical, you would put the label facing to the right. Yes, but it's not yeah. the case. You have to put the label facing to the left. Are you <laughs> joking my ass right now? No. Like, if it's standing upright and you're looking at it front, you need to put the label of the disc facing left. So if it's laying on its side, I have to put the disc in upside down? No, you put it right side up, but the disc drive would be at the bottom of the console, not at the top. Right. Yeah. When standing upright and I'm looking at it and at its face, Lee, I have to put the disc in label facing left. That sounds wrong. And when you put so the I don't blame you for when you put the console down, you're putting it on top of the disc drive. Oh, okay. I thought it was the other way around. No, yeah, that's what I thought bottom. too. But it's not. You put the disc drive at the bottom, and you put the disc going that way. It's fucking weird. Um, <laughs> so I was like, oh shit, dude, my disc drive's broken. But now I just put the disc in wrong, and then I'm like, I will say, eight, like, just as an all points bulletin to everyone buying one of these consoles, even if you don't think you'll use it immediately, test your disc drive. That is the most common thing that should be not working. Yeah, and then so I'm like, okay. It's working now. It installed the disk fine. I think I accidentally ejected it at some point, but that also got me worried that it just auto-ejected. Then I was playing the game, Demon Souls, and I was trying to stream it, and then the game crashed. Uh, so that was very worrying that, like, the first hour of my first game I'm playing on PS5 and it fucking crashed. Uh, luckily, did not have that issue after I played on any other game, so probably just a one-off in that case. So that was strange. Just keeping you on your toes. Yeah. It might have been because I was downloading COD that the game crashed. I saw some people having that issue online. So, you never know. COD's just so large. Yeah. Uh, so, Xbox, Microsoft, you may have heard of them. Uh, they had to release a statement uh, earlier this week saying, please do not blow your vape into your console. As people thought it would be a real good meme, a real good rib, a fun time read to uh, blow giant plumes of vape smoke into their console and then record it and pretend that the Xbox is smoking? It's not. You're just... You're just, you're just blowing in fucking moisture into your console, you fucking dummies. Where's the, where's the line, man? At what like, point? It's like do, people... Like, f- do people forget that, like, there's moisture in, 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 the, in the vape smoke? Like, I don't know that people forget. I, I think people are... I think there's people out there that are so blissfully oblivious <laughs> to uh, to life. Uh, yeah, so don't blow smoke through your Xbox, although that vent apparently at the top gets pretty warm. People are able to float a ping pong ball on it, which is kind <laughs> of fun. Uh, listen, the only reason these consoles are as big as they are is just for heat sinks and ventilation and keeping the fucking CPU cool in these fucking things. Uh, so keep oh, that in mind. Uh, both consoles seem me. way bigger uh, it, than I expected. <laughs> And it has to fucking do that, especially with... Uh, I wish I did that with the PS4 Pro, because the PS4 Pro is so fucking loud, dude. Ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Deathloop gets, uh, gets a date. That's the Bethesda game that is currently a PS5 exclusive, so that's kind of awkward. Uh, that'll be out in May. 
Uh, other than that, you know, you have Cyberpunk to look forward to. Uh, they're not releasing a PS5 or Xbox Series X version of that game uh, physically, as far as I am aware, for launch. So you'll be buying the PS4 version and popping it into your PS5. Hopefully the disc will be the right side up. But and, it would uh, give me the PS5 version, right? I believe so. I don't know if that's going to be... I'm just going to buy digitally just to be safe. I think so. There's rumors now that that's why it was delayed this last time. Is that they uh, they're optimizing it for the new consoles? They delayed the game so long, uh, and then realized as they got it, you know, working on the PS5 and Xbox Series X, that some more work needed to be done. I will remind everyone that these games have been printed on discs. So could you imagine popping in a PS4 disc with no patch onto a PS5 and seeing what's going on there? <laughs> For science, someone has to do it, right? Like, it unfortunately, yeah. that's how it's going to be. You printed your discs fucking four months too early. That's that's on you, buddy. Uh, yeah, man. I, I think that's kind of kind of it. Like, I have a, a huge weekend of video games uh, in front of me here. I don't know if I'm going to end up playing all these things, but I want to beat Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, I'm just grinding in that game Finally. in Shimmer Tower right now. <laughs> I can just I, I should just go fucking do it. Uh, Yakuza Kiwami, I want to finish that off so I can get into Yakuza 7 because it looks like a fucking absolute hoot. More Hades. On the docket, uh, like Bug Snacks is on PS4, but I gotta pay for it like a chump. Whereas you just get it for free, and you're not even playing it. Well, I like good games, see. Oh my god. <laughs> well, Reed, uh, I think we're gonna sign off there for the day. We'll be back next week uh, to talk about, of course, Sultans of Slam will be happening this weekend at some point on Wednesday. Uh, the plan will be to try to wrap up Pokemon. Uh, to a point where we can just do our side episode for side Pokemon games of note and kind of wrapping up our thoughts on the main series so far. And a look to the future. Speaking of the future, Reed, enjoy your PS5 this weekend. I will. Report back any any findings or shenanigans. Uh, Your hosts speak for myself, Lee, and for Reed, at his iceberg is us on Twitter. Lee at tisiceiceberg.com is our email address. Leave a question, topic, anywhere you see this posted. If it's interesting enough, we might talk about it. Thank you for signing up. That's the Public Beta Podcast.